It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey there, you've wandered on to the VUC, a weekly conference produced by IP Communications and Voice community. We would like to thank Simwood.com. Simwood can turn you as a developer into a telco. Our hosted PBX is from Onsip.com. You can get a URL that people can click to call you at Onsip.com slash GetOnsip. Speaking of SIP, we use the best PSTN and SIP conference bridge in the world, ZipDX.com. Our website at VUC.me is on Bluehost.com. And thanks to Voxbone for our world local rate dial-ins. Okay, we've had a little bit of a bit of an upset uh, in that uh, Dr. Richard Stallman, who we spoke to briefly here on Jitsi, uh, had terrible connection issues. I have a terrible camera issue. Let's there we go. Uh, so we have rescheduled that for one week from today. Okay, so that would be May twenty sixth, twelve noon Eastern time, our usual time. And uh, gosh, who am I going to throw it over to? Kathleen, what are the announcements from Free Switch, please? Uh, well, we have a couple of really exciting announcements. Um, we have a brand new event that we are announcing and rearranging the schedule just a little bit for. So you can head over to cluecon.com to check that out. Um, but I'll tell you a little bit about it. Tuesday, we are going to go to Lucky Strike and have a gigabit bash with bowling and billiards. Um, so that'll be a lot of fun. There's going to be food, drinks. If you don't like bowling, you can come hang out. There's going to be games, uh, snacks, drinks. So come socialize. And then Monday night, we have the Monday meetup. So after the pizza party, we will be migrating back to the hotel um, for a few drinks and some socializing and networking. So very excited about that. Check out cluecon.com. You can see the updated schedule there. And then we've also announced the first round of speakers and are soon to announce the second round of speakers at Klucon. So you can see who will be there. And then there will probably be a few more updates to that as time goes on. So check that out and uh, join us. Register if you haven't already. Just tell us who's going to be there. Well, so far we have Allison. We're very excited to have Allison. Right, we, uh, let me see if I can pull up the list in front of me. Um, Allison, we've got uh, Tony doing his keynote, um, which will be great. And we have Alex Goodman from Axia, uh, Brian West, Dan Jenkins, uh, Dan Bogos, uh, Daniel Constantine, I'm not going to say his last name correctly, from Kama Elio, um, yeah. Emra from Clearer Link, which should be a very interesting talk, uh, Fred Dixon, Luca from Mojo Lingo. Robert Mondowski and Travis Cross. Oh, and there will Travis. be more announced soon. So mm. Are you having dangerous demos, Kathleen? We are. We're very excited about having dangerous demos back this year. We've got a few uh, few exciting hints of, of what people are gonna do, but um, it'll be it'll be good. And then we are having Mr. James Bodie as a judge for our coder games as well. 
So tell us about that'll be tell us a little bit about Coder Games. Well, the Coder Games are on Monday. They are a series of games um, designed for um, those of you who come in on Monday and you know, don't necessarily want to do the hackathon, but want to do something. You you can participate or you can just observe. We have the Raspberry Pi Makers, which is we're going to um, have some cool hardware for people to play with and see what they can create from that. We've got Code Fights, which will be a lot of fun. Uh, some games where you go head to head against competitors to see how good your coding skills are. Uh, the Sponsor API Challenge, which will be very cool this year. We have a number of sponsors um, participating in that. Well, and then well, with, that, with that sponsor, it just gives it gives access to their API to see well, what this year, we're having them create a game of their API to sort of best showcase what their API can do. And then you can go and play that game and uh, maybe win some cool prizes. Um, and that lets you check out their API in a fun sort of relaxed way um, and lets them. How, how up the early can people get to the API and have a quick shifty? Um, that will be coming soon. I don't quite have that information because, yet. Because uh, we know that people who tend to get in there early tend to uh, do really quite well, don't they? They do. They do. You have a higher chance and better chance of winning a better prize um, the earlier you start. So keep an eye out for that. I will be announcing it pretty soon. Um, and then the free cycle tax. We have a... a Fun game for those of you that don't really want to do any coding, you know, kind of want to do something a little more relaxed and and not work while you're here. Um, and that'll be a lot of fun, too. Um, we have a, um, an announcement about that coming out soon. So, um, Jelly Babies? You are welcome to bring some. <laughs> we can uh, maybe see about launching them into the crowd. but we'll it's a good ploy to keep everybody alert, isn't it? If you have to dodge a, a dozen jelly babies that are bouncing off your head. Yeah, and air assault tends to, you know, get the adrenaline pumping just a little bit. So, but yeah, that'll be good. It'll be a lot of fun. And we're very excited about the events we've got going this year. There is an event every night, so you will not be bored. Um, and you will get plenty of opportunities to meet everyone that's there, socialize, hang out, and uh, get a lot of good information as well. So. We're excited. Yeah. It's two months away. Only two months oh, away. Two months away. Really? Uh, I think it's two months and 18 days at this point. Oh, it's just so close, isn't it? It is. It is coming up very quickly. So if you haven't registered, register. Um, Kathleen, have I registered? You have. You have. I, uh, I can't remember. It's what happens when you get old. You forget everything. Kathleen, there is a senior discount, is there not, for James? I'm asking for James for a friend. Asking for a friend. Yeah, I believe we... Uh, I'm we, not we senior in any way. I'm youthful and everything. Right, yes, of course. Yes, felt and athletic and everything. Well, I used to be before I met with those jelly babies. Mm. So. Yeah, we, um, we have quite a number of people registered so far, so it's... It's uh, it's going well. It's going to be a really good conference, I think, this year. And we're very excited about it. It's going to be at the lovely Swiss Hotel again. Um, they were fantastic last year. Beautiful rooms, amazing views from the rooms. So it'll be cool. Mm, yes, I want to be on the, what is it, the 36th floor or something. Yeah. Room with a view. This mm -hmm. is the year of James don't 
choose the hotel. So we have Keith with us, uh, and uh, Tim is going to attempt to join from the airport as well. Hey, Keith. Hi. This is called trying to break everything because we are doing some pretty scra- some pretty crazy things. Hey, Tim, look at him. Hello, Tim. Frozen. Is this thing on? Yeah. Well, that's what we were having with Richard, that kind of connectivity. So we had to postpone. Huh. Randy so is having maybe- connectivity issues. Hmm. <laughs> Oh, I am too. So I don't know how this is working for anybody else. Yes, we have you. Like, yeah, yeah. You're on. I got mute. And, uh, yeah. Not, not brilliantly, though, I think. Not terrible. It's claiming everybody has connectivity. Well, issues. probably because we have, maybe we have too many people. I don't know. Not everybody's going to stay forever. What's with the black and white? This is new, isn't it? That it goes to black and white? When you're... It's a bandwidth serving issue for you. Right. No, but that's good. Oh, for me. Okay. Well, as I'm also transmitting and receiving a different stream and YouTube, maybe I should stop that. <laughs> it's working yeah, fine now, Randy. But you're now it says Andy S is having connectivity issues. Yeah, and it says Michael Graves as well. This is this is clearly a new feature that's been added. Yeah. Well, that's what we were having with Richard constantly. I'm going to turn off some of the stuff here because there's a lot of extra stuff running. Well, not that much, but um, it's pretty good actually. All right, that's that. Now, I wonder if YouTube Live, click on Live. There we go. So we should, um, while we're thinking about it, maybe describe what we're doing here, which is a little bit different, um, and why we're doing it. Because Dr. Stallman had laid out some relatively straightforward terms for joining us. And one is that um, we had to be accessible uh, by genuinely free software, right? Uh, and and he happened to mention that Jitsi Video Bridge was an acceptable approach, but YouTube or Hangouts were not. But we find, we know Jitsi Video Bridge. We can do that. That's not a problem. And uh, then we get to thinking that, okay, how are we going to stream that if you can't stream it live to YouTube? And uh, Well, we can figure out how to do that, too. And Andy put up a web server that has an RTMP mod that's available in RTMP stream, which seems to be working okay. Um I think that this has had more pre-production by the BUC core team than any call in our history. And I, I, I further think that it wasn't by me, which is wonderful. So uh, kudos to Andy and James and, and Randy for, uh, for pulling it all off. There's a lot of homework involved in it. And, and then the funny thing is that uh, dear old Richard Stallman then maneuvers himself into a position with virtually no, uh, no bandwidth and then can't make it which is really quite ironic. Well, he he is traveling, and um, he will be next week. He'll be at MIT, and supposedly they have a decent internet connection. Hi, hi, as they say in AM radio. So it should be fine. Um, We decided after long and hard uh, hand-wringing that it would be best not to have him. uh, The video was fine, even if it was just a couple of frames once in a while, because after all, it's just talking heads. But um, his audio was cutting in and out. It sounded great when it was there, but it was intermittent. And obviously, you can't really talk with that. Oh, it's Timmy again. Hello, Timmy again. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure I've got the bandwidth to play this game. Uh, can you look happy, please? Um, you look very grumpy at the moment. It's yeah, worried about whether, whether I can find enough bandwidth somewhere. Well, I um, think the answer is no. It's on black and white on my thing. Yeah, that's what I thought might happen. But then I'm in an airport. Yeah. Ah. And um, the, 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 to your point about codecs, um, I did run on several different OS uh, with with VLC. It does work. I 
Uh, none of my systems are Linux, though. So maybe that is the problem. It's interesting. We'll just take a quick look at uh, on Android. I've got MX Player, which is quite good. Uh, doesn't seem to be any video yet. Takes a while for that to come up. Uh, but also VLC on Android worked. Yeah, indeed. And I'm sitting here um, watching the screen. There we are. Wrong way up. On, on, uh, uh, and what stream are you watching? I am watching uh, api.tp.move slash... VUC or VUC? RTMP, Romeo Tango Mike Papa, colon slash slash api.tp.mu slash live slash VUC 646. Okay. There are two different streams. That's why I asked. Yes. Look at this. Here's the same exact thing that you just read out. Uh, that's and on it's your very, path. very uh, close. It's only about five seconds difference. It's not bad, is it? No, it's very good, in fact. The quality is great, remarkably no. good, I have to say. Yeah. Surprisingly good. Very good. No, uh, uh, Jitsi has done a fantastic job. Oh, <laughs> okay, Andy. That's, this should be interesting. It should. <laughs> What's Andy doing now? He put out the thing in... Uh, well, Eric for, can certainly... Uh, he put the stream live. He put the Jitsi URL. It's not a URL. It's a, no, it, maybe it is a URL in this case. Yeah. Ah, interesting. So Eric is getting a room with just him. I've got that right, have I not? That happens sometimes. Eric. Yeah. Eric Klein. You know Eric. Yes, I do. Uh, yeah, that does happen sometimes, and we don't know why. Maybe a. Is it possible there's a space typed or something? We've had that happen before. We all of us had. I don't know why it happens, though. Hmm. It does happen. The only problem is that my recording has all this, and yes, is having connectivity issues. Yes. But that well, could actually be true. And actually, um, oh, by the way, we're, you know, we're looking for a new place, so I was looking to the possibilities, and the one place we looked at today, internet connectivity is one of the things we're looking at, and this thing has only, it doesn't even have VDSL Two. It has ADSL, but it also has apparently a 400 megabit. There he is. Hi, Eric. 400 megabit of fiber connection to coax. Where's Eric? Oh, there he is. On. He's there. Oh, well, so he's off my display. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine people. Oh, there you are. Hello, Eric. You're looking very shiny today. Keeping it up. Yes. I'm sorry. So if you are watching. Oh, we didn't get that for some reason. There's some really uh, gruesome echo cancellation. Little clonk. There we go. This is serious. Now we, now we hear nothing. And you haven't been through makeup either. The glare off the top of your head is... Uh, well, that's lighting, not makeup. Oh, is it? Well, exactly. You need to go through. As do I, actually. In fact, I've got a wig. Powder. Powder on the head. All right. Should we... Let's get back to uh, something we... <laughs> that's better. In fact, no, I've got... Did we did we speak? <clears throat> were we live when we talked about um, the uh, the home? No, the home echo or whatever it's called. Oh yeah, the we, no. We're going to talk about Google Home calling because yes. last week we talked about Amazon calling, correct? Um, and that caused a bit of a stir. But of course, um, um, this week at Google I/O, Google announced um, Google Home calling. On the testing, testing. Yes, whoever's testing is. Yeah, um, it works. Works. Okay. So, um, so we did a little bit of homework to ascertain what the differences between 
um, Amazon Calling and Google Home Calling are. And the, um, the big one, I guess, is that Google Home Calling only calls out. It's, it's a one-way system, and it calls out to the public switch telephone network. Amazon don't have that yet, um, but people do. Um, and it allows you to call for free any standard telephone number in uh, US or Canada. So great if you're in US or Canada. Slightly less use if you live outside those areas. Correction. Um, correction. If you want to call US or Canada. Exactly. You call your friends in the UK from the UK. That's true, yes. Now, so if you're in UK and you want to call somebody who's got a US number, and of course, uh, all of us kind of uh, technorati type um, um, Europeans, we all have American numbers anyway. Because, uh, Several. Yeah. I'm going to take that hat off. I, I look slightly, uh, oops, slightly dodgy wearing that. I'm an Englishman in New York. Where you doing? So other really good things about um, Google Home Calling uh, is the way that it contextualizes um, the, uh, the instruction that you give it. So if, if there are two of you that, who live in a house, if one of them says, phone my mother, it will work out who the speaker is and it'll call the right mother. So if my wife then said, call my mother, my, 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 if she said, call my mother, it would call her mother, not my mother, if that makes sense. And if you switch, switch the word mother, if you put lover, does that also work? Yeah, call my girlfriend. Well, that could work either way too, I guess. Come back and say, which one? Yeah, good. <laughs> or uh, which country in my case? Yeah, indeed. I, and I think based on my, my experience, the um, really one of the big differentiators is that Google uh, do seem to be a lot, lot better with this contextualization of instructions. Uh, I think the, the quality of the, the microphones in the Echo are better than those in the Google Home. But when it comes to actually processing a, a, an answer, uh, Google um, tends to be better. And this is with your contacts, Google contacts, correct, James, that it would yeah, know? Yeah. So, so as soon as you log in, um, it just picks up your entire con context, including your contact book. Well, not, so if you don't have – you, it doesn't know that your mother's your mother, though. Think about that a second. No, no, Android. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's not Facebook. It doesn't have a relationship graph in the same way that Facebook does. It doesn't know who my cousins are. Exactly. Well, I think it does. Here we go. Look. Okay, Google, call my wife. And uh, – <laughs> Yeah. Who's it going to call? It's going to work. Oh, yeah, that's Calling me. Why are you calling me, James? But if I tell it who my wife is, then yeah, exactly. You have to tell. So in your context, you would have to say, "Mother." Yeah, but, but once you've told it once, it'll remember. Oh, of course, that's true. Oh, now they know who your mother is, and they're going to bother her. But doesn't James? Right, and and, and, and how, what happens when you change your lover? I mean, you know, this is, this is, is a recipe for disaster. This is exactly the kind of American gods situation that I would be fearing. Okay, well, I'll tell you what. Let's, let's test it. So, so. Okay, yes. okay, Google, call Tim Panton. 
Which are the 20 numbers that you have? Oh, which Tim Banton? I've, I've got three different ones. Let's try that one. Uh, wait, so you chose which number to ring. Well, I don't get it. What's the magic about that? Uh, come, come to think of it, uh, when you're making, well, he was saying, okay, Google, but when you're making a call on either one of these devices, you're doing it strictly through voice. There is no touching anything, right? It's so like hands-free. They would, it would ask you, well, which one do you want me to call? Blah, 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 et cetera. Like yeah, what I wanted to do is to work out the one that's active where you are, Tim. So it, I want it to work out that you're in at Schiphol Airport in Amsterdam and uh, then call you on the mode that's most appropriate for calling you at Schiphol. That's asking a lot. Ooh. Ooh, that is tricky, yeah. But here's the thing. I don't want it to call me at all. <laughs> Well, it should, it should always go to your red phone. Yeah, well, that's very, very easy. Should we call your red phone? Is your, is your wife at home? Should we call Tim's wife on the red phone? No, no, no response. <laughs> Why? No, I'm not, not getting a response at all on that. Uh, my, uh, my Jitsi has frozen, by the way. I'd say not Jitsi, the VLC feed, for some bizarre reason, with me wearing a slightly gay hat. <laughs> <laughs> then he's obviously got taste. Yeah, but it's okay if I get it on straight. What one wears in the country to go—that is a what I what one calls a jaunty angle. A jaunty angle. Yeah, We're going out and uh, watching cricket. Oh no, far back. It's got to be the right angle. Probably about like that, with no glasses on underneath. We're coming to the My season. James, James but but but. <laughs> oh look there's a, there's a puppy there's puppy a pup- cam is on oh look at that puppy cam. Yay. Yeah, what's he I'm putting that into the i'm putting that into the highlight for the youtube and the recording and all of that you can interact with the puppy live <laughs> okay so, uh, which is that jesus with the puppy he can't hear me julio he cannot hear you julio so. julio julio he looks like he can hear me no he can't He's like, what's that? Dad propped up a camera. What? I don't remember signing a release. <laughs> no, it looks more like that expression is more, do you really want to do this? <laughs> remember, John, if, if those of you who saw John Oliver last week, it was a funny moment. We are using a ton of bandwidth on this particular occasion, but it's because we are dedicating bandwidth to the stream. And also, Jitsi likes bandwidth, right? Jitsi likes bandwidth a lot. You get this many people on it. Yeah, well, it, it it makes the best use of what you've got available, doesn't it? I wouldn't say that because I'm not maxed out, um, but we are doing um, considerable bandwidth outbound. The quality actually is extremely good. It is. One comment, uh, by the way, when I spoke to Saul, he said uh, you should really use Chromium 57, right? Is that the last version? Because this is what, Chrome 59, right? Well, I mean... <laughs> right now 58 is the the um shipping version right now apparently it's the devil's version though uh and i'm uh, using 60 oh you're i think it's using i'm on 60 okay um, so that's not beta then that's that's got to be canary right yeah. yeah but saul mentioned he said 57 was a lot better than 58 of course i don't know what they've corrected you know as we've discussed many times uh that we were going to do the shit broke 
Shit Chrome broke this week uh, podcast, <laughs> and I guess there's more than enough uh, material for that this week. You mean uh, things that Chrome have broken? You know what, James? In this day and age, if you listen to podcasts and you even watch any cable TV, you'll see that that word is not that bad a word anymore. No, it's not. No. Even say, all, uh, 59, has, uh, 59 has AEC3 in it. It's not turned on by default, but you can turn it on and have them play with it. And it is a, uh, a completely rewritten echo canceller uh, that I'm looking forward to spending some time with. Only you would look forward to spending an intimate m- moment with an echo canceller. Like uh, if, if you suffered the old ones the way I had. and, and uh, Oh, uh, and on all the Cylon effects. No, no, that was something different again. But um, the old echo cancelers are... are really rather nasty in what they do. They, they mangle the audio unnecessarily uh, and a rewrite was necessary to, to overcome it. Happily, Google did that, although it took about two and a half years. Right. Different uh, question. Have we got screen, screen sharing on this first version of Jitsi? Yes. Jitsi, you do if you have the uh, extension downloaded. If you try it, it's up on the center menu on the top, which it's I'm like- showing everybody on YouTube now, by the way, by by curse mousing over it and there is a start stop screen sharing and if you don't have the extension chrome extension it will prompt you to load it it doesn't take more than a second but then i must ask so, planning on sharing so so there's one amusing thing about that which is that it you have to build your own chrome extension your own jitsi because it's tied to the chrome extension tied to the domain of the jitsi so if you run your own jitsi on your own domain then you have to build it's trivial, but you have to build your own Chrome extension and then publish it in the Chrome shop. So it's kind of subtle to, to doing screen sharing. But if you're just using the public Jitsi service, it doesn't crop. Interesting. I, I take it that they did that for us then because uh, it just takes a second to get. And in point of fact, that's true with any um, similar approach to desktop sharing because our the web share tool that we use at ZipDX, we had to do exactly the same thing. And there's reference code for that out there. You can take it. It's because it's got to be signed appropriate for the domain where you're using it. Makes total sense. So just as a reference, we have OBS at 287%, Google Chrome 235, ScreenFlow, which is the recording I'm using at 76, Cam Twist at 21%. Boy, it's the first time I've seen Cam Twist look good. Whereas I'm sharing my screen now from the uh, the server that's that's running Nginx and doing the uh, the OBS stream, and that if you look at the load average at the top, we don't have- zero zero. I'm not yeah, seeing. It just turned up for me. Your black screen took a while. Black screen, Andy. Oh, okay. No, well, that- refresh. Another so- unsuccessful, dangerous demo. Yeah, well, there you go. No, really not. I got it. I saw it. You did? I'm seeing it now. That's really funny. Yeah, I'm seeing it. And I'm seeing Andy in uh, black and white. Took a long I'm seeing Andy in black and white, too. Oh, how weird. Isn't it? Depend, it depends on your bandwidth, yeah. not on the others. Oh, there we go. There we go. Quick. Let me highlight that. Oh, it went away. Ah, there it is. What? Well, it's not, okay. not readable anyway, but I do see it, Andy. No, I, I should imagine it's, it's because it's on a, a there's no way to magnify. Uh, there's no way to magnify that. Is, well, there is, actually. Go to change the terminal uh, setting. 
Yeah, but uh, I'm not going to do that in the moment. <laughs> but the, the point really being that, that there is almost no load at all on the mm -hmm. server. It's uh, and if you, I'm looking down the the list of uh, the various tasks that are running, and I'm actually struggling to find Nginx in there at all. Yeah, it, it's way down the bottom. It's it's using almost no processing at all. Oh, that's better. I did a refresh now, and now I can see it. Okay. Can you zoom in at all, by the way? Uh, I don't think I can, um, unless I uh, change settings on here. The font. Where do we change this? <laughs> Appearance. No, 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 it's not that. Anybody know where you change the... Oh, uh, font settings. There you are. There. Yeah, there. Font settings. Font settings, right-hand side. Okay. Let's put it I up to 20. Yeah. Ooh, there we go. Yeah, that's nice and big. Ah, ah that's that's wonderful. That's beautiful. Right. Isn't this a fascinating show, I, ladies and gentlemen? I, I see. Hang on, I'm muted. Uh, no, I, I, what we're looking at. What are we looking at here, Andy? The SSD right, demon is taking. I, I, I actually stopped it, so we'll, we'll retry it. This is just top, um, so it's showing the, all the, right. the the system processes and the load averages and so on. So this is a, a dual core um, CPU, so you can get up to a load average of two with it absolutely doing uh, nothing but just using the CPU. There's there's no backup at all. And it's showing 0.00, which is the 10-minute average, I think, 0.01, which is the 5-minute average, and 0.05, which is the 1-minute average. And just remind us what hardware that... that so so this, is, this is running uh, on a, a virtual machine. The hypervisor in this is, is Zen, um, and uh, it's got 2 gigs of, of, of RAM and 2 cores, and they're, they're virtual cores. So it doesn't have two physical cores either. Um, so it, it's not being stressed in any way. You could you could run this quite happily if you had the bandwidth, I would think, on a Raspberry Pi. What's its network utilization? Uh, network utilization, good question. I don't know how to t tell that from here. I'm not sure you can. Yes, you can. If you can? How do you, how do you tell it? Well, come on, Michael. What, what, what's, what are the rooms for that? Uh, I'm the wrong guy. I'm not a Linux head. So, Tim said, yes, you can. Where, where, where can you tell the network utilization from here? Give us some rooms. I didn't, but um, IOStat, maybe? You have Beamon. There's a thing called Beamon. Netstat, maybe? No. Beamon. No, yeah. Netstat is Netstat. Is that B-E-A-Mon? B-M-O-N. Beamon. Oh, I haven't got it. Let's, let's get it. Oh, there's Slurm and also TCP track. It's, it's a... Ooh, error code. Oh, Zen Utils, that's all. Well, you just installed Beamon, have you? Yes. Yeah, you're just showing off, aren't you? Well, there we are. That's showing receive 400-ish kilobit per second and transmit jumping all over the place. Yeah, but it's in the, in the low megabytes. Yeah. Megabits, yeah. rather. Yes, yeah, that's, that's nothing. No, that's, it's good. How's it doing that? Are our media streams well? I know. Well, maybe I would, from that I would say that there's only one person watching it, and that's probably me. No, no, there's at least three people watching. Oh. Well, I assume I don't know if Keith is still. Are you still watching Keith? He was. Yeah, he looks like he's got it on. He's sharing the screen. How about pressing D? I'm just about to increase screen height to see details. <laughs> okay, so I've got to got to reduce the. Uh, Session, yeah, the session. So, uh, change settings, uh, appearance, font change. Let's go down to uh, say 
16, shall we? Yeah. Okay, there we are. Oh, that's not perfect. What's going on there, then? That's what? a good question. No IPv6? Well, I'm not using it. It is there. Okay. So where we, we wait for a large Swedish gentleman to pop up, wave his arm. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it is him. not cryptographically secure. I should send him the uh, MRL. He's busy on the radio, anyway. That's right. Radio killed the video star. It's funny that somebody else has taken this stuff off into broadcast space because, you know, this it is, is prime to disrupt it. Okay. Well, that's probably enough of that, I would think. Yeah, it's interesting, though. And, and I'll tell you what, the screen sharing works remarkably well. The, it we does. We've a really crisp, clean screen share back to a very, um, very blocky video picture. Yeah, blurry, blurry, blurry. Yeah, Terrible. which is gradually getting better as it, as it learns. Now, the interesting thing, having come out of uh, sharing my screen, is I'm now seeing myself. Oh, yeah, because is... I've blocked. Well, I don't know. That shouldn't be what you're seeing. Oh, well, uh, no. right. Okay. Did it move just now? Did it move for you? Oh, yes. Did it move for you? Andy, you haven't had a cigarette in at least 90 minutes. What's going on? Well, you never know. I might um, not be feeling brilliant. Completely different question now. Does any, who knows about DTG, Digital Terrestrial whatever the G stands for. Geopositioning. Uh, apparently, it's being broadcast, uh, and, and you can buy these little, tiny little SDR dongles that you plug into your typically Android ha- handset, and you can watch high-definition TV. And because it's a, a digital mode, which is being picked up by a software-defined radio, the, the, um, the margins that you have, the radio margins, are absolutely brilliant. And you can pick this stuff up in many places where you can't pick up an analog transmission. And, I, and I'm thinking that um, if you've got one of these things, then you should be able to hijack the, the dongle thing and make it do all kinds of things that you should not be able to do. Speaking of that, have you, um, uh, have you been keeping track of David Rowe's progress with his uh, DV codec for, uh, for shortwave radio? Um, he's... No, what's it called? Um, well, if you go to Rotel, R O W E T E L, is remember he years ago appeared as a guest. Oh. He's been developing this voice codec that um, can do voice over HF radio and LF radio at anywhere from 500 kilobits to two and a half kilobits because he he thought that there was a a hole in the market for a low bit rate usable codec for for that application. Yes. So this is amateur radio, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. This fellow who, who did like uh, peer-to-peer asterisks in those mashed potatoes in East Timor and, and this kind of thing. He's really good at doing uh, wireless stuff that serves underserved communities. Yeah. And the, the latest version is called Free DV. DV, I guess, stands for Digital Voice. Yep. Um, 700D. What does a 700 stand for? 700 is... Probably 700 hertz. 700 bits per second. Bits per second, yeah. <clears throat> that is nothing, is it, really? That must be very, very heavily um, coded. It's in its sort of early days yet, but he's outperforming single sideband by a wide margin with, with great, well, you know, giving you great rate. Surprised me. I mean, single sideband is technology of the 60s, isn't it? 60? So at that bit rate, you could almost... You could almost run that over Laura. Yeah. That would be I was, really funny. I, I, was I mean, there'd be a long latency, but... I, I was thinking NBIOT, actually, but yeah. 
Well, I'm thinking very low power HF radio. I'm thinking tin can and strings. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, lots of things you can do with that. Over the air tests. So, uh, yeah. That's whiskers on crystals. Yeah. Oh, I, on the subject of amateur radio, I looked at something else the other day the, the latest in craze, and that is uh, consists of these combined Android um, phone with digital voice radio. So a two meter or 70 cents digital voice radio. And the great thing about it is um, you run an app which works out where you are and then tunes your radio for you with all the parameters set. But sometimes all these different digital radio modes can be a little bit complicated. And so um, just trying to just tune the thing up can be a bit of a challenge. Um, so there's this application called R Finder or RF Inder, um, which has been put together by a bunch of hams in in the east coast of the USA. And they also sell these super duper waterproof, bombproof um, slabs of um, Android handset with the digital radio built in with a massive battery. And I just want one, but I, I want two because <laughs> they're good. I need two to talk to anybody anyway, right? Yeah, and, uh, and it reminds me, when was it? We, was it a, what, a year, two years ago that we we did Zello on the show? Do you remember Zello? Yeah, yeah absolutely. You still have it? Yeah. I get rid of it occasionally. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. actually, Zello's an excellent piece of work, really. Andy's um, phone bursts into life like it will any second. Well, I, well in this case, it won't because it's offline. Don't we still have a VUC room for Zello? What do they? Or do we? I don't know. Um, are you online on Zello? Is anybody online? I'm online on Zello. Over. Beep, beep, beep. Oh, no. No, I'm, I'm offline. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you should get a message on your iPhone saying Andy is talking. It's hell to get yeah, old. I'm now connecting. Oh, there we are. Fascinating television. Right. There we go. That works. Mary had a little lamb. Oh, God. She fed it on clean crackers. Oh. So there we are. Did you notice how little latency there was? Ah, that we heard from those two eminent gentlemen, James Bodie and Andrew Smith. Well, but you are. <laughs> we are eminent. You can't hear. This is probably a really good time to stop the YouTube thing anyway. <laughs> yes, yeah, so to, to apology, apologies to anybody who was expecting a serious conversation today. Uh, that'll be next yeah. week. A little reminder, um, oh, I don't have the slide handy, but uh, Richard Stallman, it's going to be really interesting. because uh, Just a few seconds that I exchanged, uh, can you hear me now with him today? I know this is going to be a great talk, and it's, uh, he is, uh, for lack of a better term, a controversial figure. But he seems to be polite and honest, and um, it's, it's going to be great. So tune in for that next week, hopefully with the proper bandwidth. We've kind of proved something here the other day, and thanks to everybody. We spent about five man days on this, only because we don't have any ladies helping us. So um, that's it. It's nice to spend a few lady days, don't you? I would rather spend two and a half of each, personally. Yes. Goodbye, YouTube. Everybody say goodbye to YouTube. Wave goodbye to YouTube. Bye-bye, YouTube. Bye, YouTube. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
Hey, that was the bleeding edge of the IP communications and VoIP community. We're at VUC.me on the web. Thanks to Simwood.com, who can turn you as a developer into a telco. Our hosted PBX is provided by OnSIP.com. The site at VUC.me is on Bluehost.com. We use ZipDX.com for our wideband, full-featured conference bridge. And our local rate dial-ins are from Voxbone.com. Every Friday, 12 noon Eastern Time, see you next week. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.